Sorry. Praise the Lord. So we thank God again for you joining the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. Uh, we want to thank the Lord for allowing us to be with you one more time. We want to definitely um, be brief today. We had uh, some other uh, circumstances that we needed to attend to, and so we uh, had a funeral that we had to go to. And so we want to uh, ask you to continue to pray for uh, Brother Willie Thompson, one of the brothers in our church, Pentecost Power Church, continue to pray for him and his family. Uh, the Thompson Grover family, continue to pray for them, as well as the PPC uh, family in its entirety. So let us let us uh, remember to pray for one another. Let us pray for our sick that's among us. Uh, let us just continue to pray one for another as we go through different things uh, in this life. Uh, because truly, uh, we uh, will face uh, life circumstances, but we want to ask God for the grace and the strength and uh, the wisdom and what's needed to uh, continue to uh, strive for excellence, but yet uh, uh, balancing the things that we have to contend with. And so let us continue to pray that the Lord will continue to save in the midst of uh uh, these different circumstances continue to pray for our city. We know there is a lot of activity you may have saw on the news that there was a house fire and where we lost uh, some uh, residents here in our city. And there were some other circumstances that happened where there was like multiple shootings. And so let us continue to pray for not only uh, our church family, let us pray for those that are in our city and our community in which we live, that God will continue uh, to touch the hearts and minds of those that don't know the Lord, that they may uh, turn to him and get to know him, that uh, it may make a difference in some of their lives, all right? And so let us pray uh, for all of our bishops, pastors, district elders, uh, all of the saints, uh, District Elder Turner uh, and Lady Turner of the True Holiness family, as well as the new Mount Olive family, District Ella Johnson and Mother Johnson. Let us continue to pray for them, as well as uh, uh, Brighter Life, which is uh, Pastor Tyree. Let us continue to pray for him and his family and just all of the district elders and pastors and saints of God, Bishop and Mother Bullock, our presider and assistant presider and their wives. Let us continue to pray for my bishop, Bishop Murchison. Uh, Lady Paulette Murchison, let us continue to pray that God will continue to strengthen them as well as uh, all of the uh, various districts in our organization. Let us pray for them that the Lord will continue to bless them as well. Remember our mothers uh, in prayer. Remember our deacons and ministers and evangelists. Keep them up before the Lord in prayer as well as uh, the new believers, the new converts and those that are yet on the altar tearing for the Holy Ghost that God will fill their souls with the Holy Ghost. And so we want to be brief today, but we're going to go before the Lord in prayer. And then we want to let you know we will be back on Friday. We will be uh, airing a little bit earlier on Friday. Uh, we'll probably start about 1130, uh, somewhere around that time, since we weren't able to get on on our regular uh, time for today. So we want to make up time so we can finish this series. So we're going to take a few minutes to exhort you today. But our main purpose for getting on the broadcast today is to let you know that we're here and we want to continue to uh, encourage and edify the body of Christ uh, through the word of God. And so we ask that you would continue uh, to pray for us in this endeavor. Remember, uh, Elder Charles Jones and Sister Rosie Jones, continue to keep them up before the Lord in prayer as well. 
that the Lord will continue to touch their body and strengthen them uh, in the name of Jesus. All right. Remember, Sister Newson and I uh, continue to pray for us that the Lord will continue to uh, do what he needs to do in our life. And remember Bishop Mark Jones and his family and uh, First Lady Jones. Keep them up before the Lord in prayer as well as the saints in Florida. Remember our senior bishop, Bishop Scott, uh, Bishop Emeritus, Bishop Scott and his family. Let's continue to pray for him and all the saints there in Florida, okay? So let us go before his throne. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you today. Hallelujah. We thank you for life and that more abundantly. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your grace. We thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to come before your presence. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to direct our hearts and, oh God, encourage the hearts of those that are out there that are listening and tune into this broadcast that you might strengthen the body of Christ and, oh, God, that we might exhort and edify those, oh, God, that may, oh, God, seek, oh, God, a word, oh, God, of reformation, a word of affirmation and confirmation. Bless them right now in the precious name of Jesus. Continue to look on our pastor and first lady and all of those whom, oh, God, we made our petition known. Oh, God, we pray in the name of Jesus, oh, God, and we definitely, oh, God, ask you to honor our requests in secret. And you said you reward us openly. So, Father, we pray in the precious name of Jesus, you continue to save and look on those, God, even that pastor, God, touch right now, send encouragement to him and his congregation. Bless him right now. And, oh, God, look at the sick, oh, God, and those in the hospital behind prison walls. Touch them now. And, oh, God, look on the bereaved families, oh, God, in this city, as well as those in Mississippi and various areas that have experienced calamity due to natural disaster, even out in California. Oh, God, touch them right now that have received such, oh, God, an inundation, oh, God, of precipitation. We pray now, God, for your hand of protection that you will continue to be, oh, God, oh, God, the God that you are to the people of God and let them look to you who is the author and the finisher of our faith that they might be strengthened, they might be encouraged, that they might be saved. Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory and praise now. Look on Missionary Newsom, you know, God, as well as all of the saints that we're petitioning you for today, God. We ask you will bless them in a special way. And Father, we'll be careful to glorify you and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, we give thanks. Thank God. Amen. And amen. Praise God. And so we're going to let you go today, but we wanted to come on uh, to uh, share with the people of God that... Uh, uh, we want to be brief uh, in our efforts to uh, share uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ, to give a word of encouragement. So we want to just say praise the Lord to all the saints, uh, especially those of you uh, that may be working or that may be out there. We want to say praise the Lord to you. Uh, but we want to uh, look at um, the word uh, of encouragement today that we still were working on part uh, number three, uh, we have part number three where we're talking about uh, the main thing. We still, God has not released us from that. So we want to finish it up on, on Friday and, and on Monday, we'll pick up our new series that we're excited about. But we just want to encourage the saints and exhort the saints about the main thing. And I think sometimes uh, the main thing gets lost in the shuffle. Uh even as it relates uh, to relationships, sometimes the main thing gets lost in the shuffle. 
of all the other things that bombard us. And we must be uh, ever so mindful and uh, uh, spiritually focused uh, that we would uh, understand uh, what we must do and what the requirement is for us to receive that incorruptible crown. And so we're going to talk about some things today. Uh, my first scripture, I think we uh, want to go back to 1 Corinthians 8 and uh, 10. I want to go to 1 Corinthians 8 and 10. I think I want to go back there, and we're just going to encourage you real quick. <clears throat> 1 Corinthians 8 and 10. And he says, For if any man see uh, thee which has knowledge, and sit at meat and the and and the idol's temple, and shall not the conscience of him which is weak be emboldened to eat those things which are offered to idols, and through thy knowledge shall uh, uh, the weak brother perish for whom Christ died. It says, but when ye sin so against the brethren and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. And so Paul makes the um, comparison or makes the illustration uh, because we're saints and because we're believers, because we're saved, uh, because we have liberty. We don't take our liberty as an occasion uh, to be a stumbling block in our brother or our sister way. And there's people out there that's weaker than we are. Or I will use the uh, point of view, people may not like the word weak, may not seem appealing or attractive, but people are less mature than you are. And we must be mindful that everybody is not at the maturity level that we're at. And so we're still talking about the main thing, love. And mature believers should uh, out of consideration, not out of uh, uh, constraint or be forced uh, to uh, conform to a certain posture or position because we have to. The scripture didn't say we had to. <laughs> but when we look through the lens of, of, of Christ's love, and what love has to deal with, love is kind. And love is suffered long. And so we must consider uh, even the things we eat. And I thank God uh, for my pastor because we just had fellowship about a uh, few weeks ago earlier this month. About three weeks ago, we had fellowship uh, during our family and friends. And uh, the pastor, as he was teaching Bible class, he Bishop Murchison, he made the analogy of if a brother and sister is uh, allergic or has a food allergy, then why would we want to, uh, you know, injure that brother or sister when they want to be part of fellowship? Praise God. And so we must have love and say, well, you know, uh, I'm going to cook fish. You know, if a person have an allergy or a fish allergy or peanut allergy, and we said, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cook my fish anyway. They just, you know, you know, they don't have to come. You know, we got to think about our actions 
And we got to think about the word love. You know, remember I said earlier this week, love does not separate and it does not divide. And so we as uh, mature believers, uh, uh, we ought to not have our actions be misunderstood uh, if we don't uh, be considerate. I'll use the word be considerate. So it's important that we be considerate uh, concerning those that may not be at the maturity level that we are. And, and uh, my pastor went to Hebrews chapter five, uh, five I believe, uh, last night when he said, when it's time that you ought to be teachers, you got to need to, one, teach you again the first principles and the oracles of God. And he, he was sharing with us in Bible class that at some point we should be at the point where we can, you know, eat meat and deal with some things. But then on the flip side, we got to rightly divide the word of truth. And everything my bishop said is absolutely right. But I still cannot take my liberty as an occasion to be a stumbling block to a brother or sister that may not be where we are. And I think sometimes we we uh, we want everybody to be on the playing field that we're on. Uh, you know, we, we all may have to uh, uh, use the same ball, the same method and the same principles, but they may not be at a point where they can run a hundred yard dash. You know, they might can run, you know, uh, 20, 30 yards, but they may not be quite equipped to run the hundred yard dash if I'm making myself clear. And so it's very important that we consider and, uh, Apostle Paul was dealing with idols here in first Corinthians chapter eight. We know he was instructing them. There were questions about eating food that was offered to idols, which was a no, no, which we all know here. You that are scholars in the scripture, you know, anything offered to an idol is not acceptable to God, all right? And so with that being said, even us as mature saints, we must teach the younger uh, saints, the younger generation, that we can't just offer God no anything. Hmm? But it must be holy. Hmm? And we can't use our liberty uh, by any means hmm, to become a stumbling block to them that are weak. It's what he's saying here. Uh, in the scripture. And so we have to be careful hmm? that we don't offend uh, the weaker uh, saints. And so it's important. Uh, he talks about salvation here in this chapter. Hmm? Uh, he says, uh, our salvation is not determined. Uh, salvation is not determined by legalism. Hmm? What do you mean by that? Hmm? Uh, let's go to Ephesians. I got to go to Ephesians real quick. I got to go to Ephesians. I just got to go there to show a point here in the scripture. He says in Ephesians uh, chapter two and eight, he says, for by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It's the gift of God. And he says, not of works, lest that any man should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus under good works which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. Notice when I went to Corinthians 13 this week, we talked about love being the main thing. Christ walked in love. And uh, 
I'll use this point in analogy. Christ walked in love because even when he wasn't received, uh, he did not give them as they sins deserve. He still went to the cross. He still went to the destination. He went uh, through the depths of anguish and pain and suffering uh, that we might be released from bondage. And so, you know, that type of love is the love that goes all the way and it goes beyond the surface. And sometimes uh, new believers, when they first get in the church, they're sensitive. Hmm? Uh, they're very sensitive and it's hard for them to discern. It's hard for the baby to discern good from evil, right from wrong. Hmm? But in loving the child, we don't throw the, we don't throw the baby out with the dirty bath water. Praise God. Huh? If anybody heard that uh, particular analogy, we don't throw the baby out with the dirty bath water. Hmm? And so we must still be careful of our actions. Huh? And uh, sometimes uh, uh, we got to do things that uh, won't harm us. Hmm? When they're still young, we got to do things that won't harm the uh, the tender ones. And so loving kindness. Jesus said, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. We must be careful not to offend those that are younger and sensitive. Hmm? We got to be careful. And we got to be an example. Hmm? And make sure that we don't use, let them use us as an excuse for the reason why they're sinning or why they're doing wrong or why they're not walking in obedience and subjection hmm? uh, to the older ones. Hmm? And when we love others, hmm? your freedom becomes less important. This ain't about, you know, whether you free or not. Hmm? This is about strengthening uh, a brother or sister in Christ. And when we learn that love is the strengthening ingredient uh, to all believers, everybody won't love. But we know and realize through life itself that some people were, were and we were and some of us made the mistake of looking for love in all the wrong places. Hmm? And so when we come to God, we should be able to uh, encounter and we should be able to challenge one another in this love effect that we might reach to others, reach out to others when they don't reach back. Hmm? We got to sit hmm, with others that don't eat the same meat we eat. Hmm? We got to help others hmm, that don't have the same diet that we have. Hmm? Why? Because we're trying to encourage them uh, to move forward. Now, I'm going to go to our next scripture, which is found in uh, Romans 14. I'm going to go to Romans 14. I want I want to let you see something here. Uh Let's go to Romans 14. 
Paul talks about in Romans 14, weak and strong believers. Hmm? Let's talk about it. We're still talking about love. But we got to look at something here, and I'm going to let you go. We're going to read a portion of Romans 14. We'll pick it back up on Friday. Let's take a look at Romans chapter 14. Uh, You know, in in one uh, analogy of the scripture, love is uh, referred to as debt. Um, now we, we'll get into it on Friday, but in some, in some areas of the scripture, love is, uh, looked on as of debt. Let's go to, uh, Romans 13 and eight, and then we'll jump right down to 14. He says, Oh, no man, anything, but to love one another for he that loveth another had fulfilled the law. For this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, and if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended, this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And he says, love working no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Jesus fulfilled the law. Uh, the scribes, Pharisees struggled at it. Uh, previous generations struggled at it. Hmm? For the law having a shadow of good things to come. huh? It didn't make the commas there too perfect. Simply because uh, the law reveals sin and it showed their inability to walk in full submission and obedience to the commandments. But we can see where Adam and Eve and other predecessors hmm, and other men that uh, was chosen uh, had were flawed and failed uh, in the love that in the essence that God uh sent his son, the agape love. They, 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 they struggle. But look at this. Jesus came and he fulfilled the law. Now, Matthew 5 and 17 said, think not I come to destroy the law, but I come to fulfill it. How did he fulfill it? Jesus fulfilled it through love. Hmm? And he says, through love and kindness have I drawn thee. Hmm? Jesus fulfilled the requirement of the law when others could not. And now that we have Jesus Christ, uh, oh, glory be to God, being born again, blood-washed believers, Holy Ghost-filled, Spirit-filled, oh, glory be to God, tongue-talking believers. Hmm? Love fulfilled God's requirements. Hmm? Paul talks about it in Romans 13, and he tells us, though I have the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity. Glory. Mm. Oh, I feel my wheel turning now. You ain't doing it but making a bunch of noise. Mm? It's love that moves God. Mm? We don't love in word, but we love in deed. Mm? You know? Stop telling people you love them 
and uh, you go to their birthday party, eat up all their food, and you don't bring them nothing. <laughs> oh, uh, if you, uh, hey, uh, glory to God, let me get out of here. Ain't no way I'm going to go to my brother's birthday party, eat up all this food, and don't bring him a gift. Hmm? I ain't love. Uh, let me get at it. I got to go. I know. I'm messing up already. Oh, glory to God. Hmm? Uh, we we said we got love, but it's the strange kind. It's the strangest kind of love. Hmm? But you can I can come to your birthday party. Huh? We can come to your uh let me get out of here. I got to go. We can come to your uh shindig or whatever you want to call it, wang dang doodle, whatever you want to call it. Hmm? We can come to your thing and be a blessing unto you. But when you time, when it's time, <laughs> I told y'all, love got to be right. I said it last, I said it uh, on Monday. I said our love got to be not looking for anything back. And we're not. But it's a strange thing. Love ought to begat love. Hmm? And look at this. God fulfilled the law requirement. Look at this. Uh, he says here in, in Romans uh, 14, he says, him that is weak in faith, receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. Hmm? For one believeth that he may eat all things, and another who is weak eateth herbs. Paul talked about this thing. You know, there's all kinds of stuff that can cause a line, cause a crack, cause a fracture, cause division in the body of Christ. And Paul deals with it, dealing with uh, the vegetarian. Some people don't eat meat. And so because you don't eat meat, I can't go out and, and have fellowship with you. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? We got to, we got to be more mature than that. Okay, well, hey, you don't like meat? Hey, I can go out and eat a salad with you. Praise the Lord to keep the fellowship. I can go out and eat a salad on that day we, me and you hanging out. Praise the Lord. But we're not going to let this thing disfellowship us. Oh, glory be to God. Let me get out of here. I got to go. But we need to be encouraged, saints. And it says, let him, verse number three, Romans 14 and three, let him, I'm going to let the word do the work. He said, let him, it said, let not him that eat it, despise him that eat it not. Hmm? Even if the person don't want to eat nothing, hmm? don't force them to eat if they want to be at the fellowship. Just come and be at the fellowship. You may not want to eat nothing. You might, you might have a bowl of soup, praise God. You may not want no meat. You may not want no salad. You might want a bowl of soup. But I'm still going to receive you, praise God. Look at this. And he says here, uh, let, let not him that eat it despise him that eat it not, and let him which eat it not judge him. Him that is, I'm sorry, let me read this over again. Got to go back. He says here in the latter part, he says, let him not eat it despise him that eat it not, and let not him which eat it not judge him that eat it. For God had received him. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? And he says, who art thou that thou judges another man's servant? Uh, to his own master, he standeth a fallen. And he says, yea, he shall be upholding, for God is able to make him stand. Hmm? One man esteemeth one day above the next, another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Look at this. And he 
that regarded the day, regarded it unto the Lord, because it is the day that the Lord has made. And he says, and he that regarded not the day to the Lord, he doeth not regard it. Oh, glory be to God. This is going to be a long chapter. And he says, he that eat it, eat it not to the Lord, for he, uh, it says, let me read this again. He that eat it, eat it to the Lord, for he give thanks. He give God thanks. We should bless our food when we eat it. We're giving God thanks. Hmm? And the person that, oh, let me read it. And he says, and he that eat it not to the Lord, he eat it not and give it thanks. Look at this. For none of us live to himself. I thought that was, I thought that's where I wanted to get to. I want to look at that point. Uh, none of us live to ourselves. He says here, for whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. And whether we live therefore or die, we are the Lord's. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? We God's property. Both of the dead and the living. But why do thou judge thy brother? Or why do thou set it not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Oh, glory be to God. I want to uh, get down to 12 here. And he said, as it is written, as I live, said the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give account. This is why we got to get this love thing straight. Hmm? You, you ain't got to, you ain't got to do nothing <laughs> if you don't want to do it. Hmm? This is why I'm getting myself, you know, getting myself in these scriptures, trying to get myself together and read these scriptures, find out what I need to do to know how to treat my brother, my sister, my neighbor, hmm? my family, my loved ones, my enemy. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. I'm getting in these scriptures because I don't want to be in trouble. Look at this. And he says here, uh, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. And so then every one of us, <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Now, I want us to take a look at this scripture. I'm going to let you go now. I'm going to lead this thought with you. Stay with me. I'm, I want to lead this thought with you. If, I don't, if you don't remember nothing else I said throughout this broadcast, remember Romans uh, 14 and 12 uh, through about 15 here. But look at this. He says here, so every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. Oh, glory be to God. I think I'm going to leave it right there. Hmm? I think I think the word is doing the work. Hmm? You ain't got, hey, you may not want to give account to your bishop. Hmm? You may not want to give account to your leadership or to those that are over you, but you're going to give an account to somebody. Hmm? Every one of us going to give an account to God for the things we do in this body. All glory be to God. Hmm? You ain't got to worry about it. Hmm? I ain't gonna I ain't gonna bore you and I ain't gonna I ain't gonna Bible beat you. But remember Romans 14 and 12. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. So you can mistreat me if you want to. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm telling you not to do it. All oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Y'all remember? Y'all remember what David did? David went and cut a little bit of Saul's cloth. 
And God told him he belonged to me. Don't you touch him. And I want to let y'all know, y'all been touching a lot, of, oh, a lot of things that belong to God. But the Bible says, so then every one of us should give an account to God. Hmm? And we need to be careful, saints. These are the faithful words of Elder Newsom. With the faith in God and that TV, we want to say God bless you. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Um, I believe I'm pretty much done, but we want to uh, definitely be mindful of Romans 14 and 12. We need to be a very, very careful and uh, be careful in that particular manner. Okay. We love you with the love of the Lord. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you in Jesus' name.